0: Then the Sheikh Islam moves on, and what occurs here on page 294 of the Lebanese print, of the Egyptian print, it's on page 228. There comes a small section which has been given the heading here: "Al kufru bi wal Imanu billah," rejecting at taghut and having Iman in Allah Shaykh al-Fawzan Hafizahullah said in explanation Or rather the, the text after that title there comes the main text The saying of Shaykh al-Islam وَافْتَرَضَ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ جَمِيعِ الْإِبَادِ الْكُفْرَ بِالْطَاغُوتِ وَالْإِيمَانَ بِاللَّهِ And Allah made it obligatory Upon all of the servants To reject at Ta'ghut. And to have iman in Allah Shaykh Farazan said in explanation The Shaykh, Rahimahullah, said And Allah has made it obligatory Upon all of the servants To reject At-Taghut And to have iman in Allah He said then he mentioned the definition of at I mean the author, Shaykh Al-Islam In the next section He gives a definition of at That which we have been commanded to reject The Shaykh defined it Shaykh fazan said Before mentioning the definition Moving into the definition He said at Has been mentioned by Allah the majestic and most high in many ayahs. From them is his saying, he the most high in Surtul Bakkara. فمن <laughs> يكفر بالطاغوت ويؤمن بالله فقد استمسك لها والله سميع عليم. الله ولي الذين آمنوا يخرجهم من الظلمات إلى النور. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاؤُهُمُ الطَّابُوتِ يُخْرِجُونَهُمْ مِنَ النَّورِ إِلَى الظُّلُمَاتِ أُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ Surah al the second surah, ayahs 256 to 257. The two ayahs which come after Ayatul al-Kursi. With the explanation. So whoever rejects at that Which is everything that's worshipped besides Allah And the full definition will follow insha'Allah. So whoever rejects At Tahoot And believes truly in Allah Then he has grasped the firmest handhold That will not break And Allah is all hearing, all knowing Allah is the guardian lord of those who truly believe He brings them out from darkness into light And those who disbelieve Then their supporters Are At-Taghut They take them out from the light Into darkness They are the inhabitants of the fire They will remain in it forever and Sheikh Al said, "And there occurs in Surat Al Nisa, his saying he the Most High.' And he mentions this, another ayah which mentions At Ta'ghut. He said, quote in the ayah: Alam Tara ilal ilaladina Utu Nasibam min al Kitab. Yuminoon bil Jibti wa Ta'ghut. Wa Yaqooloon liladina Kafaroo Haulay Ahdah min aladina Amanu Sabila.' Surat Al Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah fifty." The explanation will you not consider those who are given a portion of the scripture they believe in Al-Jibt the idols, soothsayers and sorcery and in at and they say to those who disbelieve that they are closer to the truth than the believers. Those disbelievers of Mecca. The, the they said. You are closer. To the truth than the Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> Shaykh fawzan said. And this ayah. Is with regard to the Jews. Came down with regard to the Jews. In other words. It was the Jews who said. When the people of Mecca. When Islam came to the people of Mecca. And the people of Makkah refused to accept. Then they asked the people, the people of the scripture. They asked the Jews. So the Jews said, from their envy and hatred towards the truth, that you, you people of Shirk, worship of idols, you are close to the truth than what they are calling you to, what the Muslims are calling you to. Then Sheikh said, and He, the Perfect, said with regard to the hypocrites, Alam Tara Ilal ladina. يَزْعُمُونَ أَنَّهُمْ آمَنُوا بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ وَمَا أُنزِلَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ يُرِيدُونَ يُرِيدُونَ أَنْ يَتَحَاكَمُوا إِلَى الطَّاغُوتِ وَقَدْ أُمِرُوا أَنْ يَكْفُرُوا بِهِ Surah an the fourth surah, ayah 51 And it says here ayah 60, but it's, it's just a printing error in both these editions here It's actually ayah 51 The ayah with the explanation Will you not consider those who claim that they believe in that which came down to you and in that which came down before you? Wishing to refer for judgment to at And they were, they were commanded to reject it. And sheik al said, and there occurs in Surah Al-Nahl, the 16th Surah, that He the Majestic and Most High said وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا عَنِقْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَجْتَنِبُوا الطَّهُوتِ So to Nahl 16th Surah, Ayah 36 with the explanation And we sent a messenger to every nation Commanding, worship Allah alone And keep away from at الطَّهُوتِ then Sheikh Farzan said, with regard to this word, this term, at He said, at is derived from at It's Which is Arabic word, at is derived from the word at Exceeding the limits, exceeding the bounds, going beyond the limits. As the Sheikh said, and it is to exceed the due limit. Mujawazatul Hadd. To exceed the due limit, the due bound. So it is said, it's said in the language, the water has done, it's done this verb here. When the water raises above its level, has a set level, when the water raises over that and bursts its banks, that is said about the water, it has done, it's exceeded the limits. He, the Most High, said, In لَمَّا تَغَى الْمَاءُ Surah Al-Haqqah, the 69th Surah, Ayah 11. With the explanation, When the water, Tagha When the water went beyond its limits, went beyond its bounds, then we carried you in the ark. So Shaykh al has indicated that the, where this word for taghut, where it's derived from in the language. In the language it's derived and it's used in the language to mean something going beyond its due limit. Exceeding the bounds. Then comes the next part. The saying of Sheikh al-Islam. ibn al-Qayyim ta'ala that uh, the dua is missed out here but it's in all the other versions there رحمه الله تعالى مَا تَجَاوَزَ بِهِ الْعَبْدُ حَدَّهُ مِنْ أو مَتْبُوعٍ أو مُطَاع He brings a statement of Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim with a comprehensive definition of what is meant by طاغوت What does طاغوت mean? What does it cover? So he said Ibn Al-Qayyim May Allah the Most High Have mercy upon him said The meaning of at Is Anyone Regarding whom The servant goes Beyond the due bounds Whether it is someone worshipped Or Obeyed Or followed Anyone regarding whom the person goes beyond the due limits. Whether it's someone who is worshipped. Or whether it's someone who is obeyed. Or whether it's someone who is followed. And just before moving on to the explanation of Sheikh of al There was a point I was supposed to add just just there. As for the last point. The point about rejecting at Then in the explanation of Shaykh Muhammad Aman Al-Jami He made an important point here He said with regard to the previous point rejecting The obligation of rejecting At-Taghut That Shaykh Muhammad Aman said Allah made it obligatory Upon all of the servants To reject at And to have iman. To truly believe in Allah alone. And if a person does not reject. The different taghuts. Then he will not be benefited. And it will be of no assistance to him. His iman. If he does not reject the taghuts. Then his iman will not benefit him. Will be no use for him. Meaning, the fact that he says, I believe in Allah, but he doesn't reject Ta'ud, then he's saying that he believes in Allah will not benefit him at all. The shaykh said, meaning, there must be a gathering between rejection and Iman. mean, rejection of Ta'ud, a Muslim has to reject the Ta'ud and have Iman in Allah. The Shaykh said, "And if you wish, you can say, put another way, that you must gather between. You must gather between negation and affirmation. La ilaha, none has the right to be worshipped, is a negation, and he breaks it down into the shahada, the basic shahada of Islam that enters a person into Islam. La ilaha, none has the right to be worshipped. This is negation Or it is rejection Of everything That worship besides Allah And illallah, Except for Allah Is affirmation of worship For Allah alone So I made this important point Which is missed by many people Many of the Muslims They miss out on this point They say we, we believe in Allah and No doubt we believe in it We're all Muslims we believe in Allah and if you are truly a Muslim, you must have rejected the ta'ud. Everything that's worshipped besides Allah, you must reject it Reject that worship of it And free yourself from it And truly believe in Allah And affirm your worship for Allah alone, worship Allah alone to be for your iman to be of any benefit to you So then to move on to the next point The definition of what is is Tawgut That Ibn qayyim ta'ala, said The meaning of at is anyone regarding whom the servant goes beyond the due bounds, whether it is someone worshipped, or someone obeyed, or someone followed. Shaykh Farzan, Hafizullah said in explanation, As for the meaning of at in the legislation, then it is just as Ibn al-Qayyim, Rahimahullah mentioned. And the author, the Shaykh, quoted him here, Saying, At-Taghut maa tajawaza bihil abdu haddahu Whoever the servant goes beyond the due limits regarding sheik al-Fawzan said The servant, meaning obviously a person Has a due limit Every person has a due set limit because he is a servant Allah has given him bounds Which it is obligatory That he should stop at So if he goes beyond them Then he will be a ta'ud The person goes beyond his set limits He is a ta'ud <coughs> So whoever goes beyond the limits set by Allah for his servants and which he has commanded them not to exceed and not to come close to then he is a taagut so if he disobeys Allah and goes beyond his limits and goes beyond the bounds then he is called a taagut because he has taagha, he has gone beyond the limits and he has exceeded the limits laid down by Allah So he's saying <laughs> So he's saying It is anyone The taghut is anyone Regarding whom the servant exceeds the limits Whether it be someone worshipped Or someone followed Or someone obeyed Shaykh Fawzan said this is the comprehensive definition for the Tawhid, Because Allah the Majestic and Most High commanded that he be worshipped alone. And that no partner be set up with him. And he commanded that his messenger wasallam, should be followed. And he commanded that he should be obeyed. And that his messenger should be obeyed With regard to that which he declared lawful And that which he declared forbidden So whoever goes beyond this matter Whoever exceeds the limit in this matter Then he is a taagut Whoever exceeds the limit of worship Which Allah has made obligatory And which is particular to him And which he has negated for anyone else besides him and then this person worships anything else along with Allah. Then he is a taghut. The mushrik, the person of shirk, is a taghut. Because, because he has exceeded the limit with regard to worship. And has worshipped someone else along with Allah. So directing worship to other than the one who deserves it. He has, dis- he has directed worship to other than the one who deserves it and likewise whoever is worshipped and he is pleased with that I mean, the limit for worship is that it is to be directed to Allah alone not for anyone else so as soon as someone directs worship to other than Allah he has exceeded the limits with regard to worship and he, he is that person is a tawhid so therefore the person who does shirk he is a tawhid and likewise the Shaykh said And the one who is worshipped And he is pleased with being worshipped Someone besides Allah who is worshipped And he is pleased with being worshipped Likewise The person who is worshipped by the people And he is pleased with that And he establishes himself as a chief And as a, and as a leader upon that basis Such as Fir'aun And, at Namru, and, and Namrud and the sheikhs of the extreme Sufi tariqas, extreme Sufi path, paths, those who are worshipped by their followers, those who have acts of worship directed from their, by their followers to them. And they are pleased with that. Or who call the people to that, meaning to worship them as will follow. Then this is a tarhut with regard to worship. This person will be a tarhut, the one who worships something other than Allah, or the one who himself is worshipped and is pleased with that, or call, who calls the people to worship Him. He is a tarhut. He said he's saying al <coughs> mathu'in. or one who is followed. Sheikh Razan said. Allah the Majestic and Most High commanded the whole of the creation that they should follow Muhammad Sallallahu So it is not permissible for anyone to follow anyone else besides him So Whoever follows other than the Messenger Sallallahu and claims that this is permissible then he will be a taghut Because he has followed someone other than the messenger Sallallahu alayhi sallam. The one whom we have been commanded to follow So al tibah following Is specific to the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wasallam As for other than him From the scholars and the callers then they are followed when they follow the way of the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa So the one who is followed in truth Is the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa And the one who is followed unrestrictedly Is the messenger without any restriction we have to check Is it this or that Is the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa We don't need to check if it's authentic He said something or did something He is the one that we follow without question As for the scholars and the callers, then we need to check what they are saying here. Is it in compliance with the messenger? What the messenger came with. So the Shaykh said. So following is specific to the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. As for other than him, from the ulama, from the scholars and the callers, then those people they are followed. When they follow the way of the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wasallam So the one who is actually followed Is the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wasallam As for those people Then they are just Conveying the message They are followed For the truth And upon whatever They conform to With regard to the following of the messenger Sallallahu wa sallam And wherever They are contrary To what the messenger was upon Then it is not permissible To follow that person and Even if he's a scholar A great scholar Even if he's a caller It's not permissible to follow him When it becomes clear That he has made a mistake He is not upon something Which is following the messenger Sallallahu then the sheikh gives an example of this. He said an example of this, an example of that are the sheikhs of the Sufi tariqas, the Sufi paths. Their followers follow them and their worshippers upon other than obedience to the messenger. Sallallahu wasallam. In, in matters that they command, these, some of these extreme Sufi sheikhs, they give commands to their fo- to their followers to do this, do that, do this. Things which are clearly in contradiction to Islam. And they still follow them upon it. <coughs> Shaykh said, Indeed, they say, We have no need for the messenger. I mean some of the extreme ones amongst them, this is what they say. They say, we have no need for the messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa Because we take... From where the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi took from, and we take knowledge directly. Obviously, referring here to the extreme Sufis. Not all Sufis, the extreme, most extreme amongst them. They say we don't need, we don't need your change of narration, we don't need your books of Hadith. We take knowledge from directly from Allah, from where the Messenger, sallallahu took it from. Al Sheikh takes directly from Allah. Don't think this is something. You know, this is something that actually occurs in this, in this, upon the earth. You find people who say this. Amazing as it seems, this this, is, this exists and is found. So Shaykh said that they say we take from where the Messenger sallallahu took from, and we take knowledge directly from Allah. They say the Messenger. Then they they had, they had a step further in deviation. They say. The Messenger وسلم, he took from Allah through an intermediary via Jibreel. Whereas we take directly from Allah. This is what some of them say, some of the extreme Sufis. They say this. They say, You people of the Sunnah, okay, you take from somebody who's dead, somebody who's dead, somebody chained generations. This is the scholar of the scholar, he's died. This scholar in the next in the chain generation he's died. All the way back to the Prophet. He said even he didn't take directly from Allah, he took from Jibreel. Who took from Allah. Whereas we, they say, our sheikh takes directly knowledge from Allah. This is what they say. Sheikh said, and they say, you people narrate your religion from those who have died. I mean, You take your your books of hadith, Al-Bukhari, narrate it from his sheikh, from his sheikh, all all of them have died, passed away now. So you take your religion from, from dead people. Whereas we take our, we we narrate our religion from Allah, the perfect and most high, directly. Because they claim that their sheikhs have a connection with Allah. And that they take knowledge from Allah directly. That's what these devils claim. These heads of the extreme Sufis, that's what they claim. Then Sheikh Farzan said, They have reached this l- level of transgression Of Tughiyan And Allah's refuge is sought um, This is their tariqah This is their way There is no doubt That those people are heads of the ta'hoots And Allah's refuge is sought Because there is no way to Allah the Majestic and Most High, except through following the Messenger, except through following His Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He, the Most High, said, Qul دل... Surah Al Imran, the third surah pages 31 to 32 with the explanation say if you truly love Allah then follow me follow the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam then Allah will love you and he will forgive you your sins and Allah forgives extensively and bestows mercy say obey Allah and the messenger so if they turn away then Allah does not love the disbelievers Shaykh al said, so the person who follows other than the messenger, this one is counted as a tavut. He like the example that he gave. He said, I, somebody who says, I have got a Sufi sheikh. whatever he says, I take it, doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter, you can prove to me from books of hadith or What he's saying here is contrary to Islam, I follow, I trust him, I follow him no matter what. The shaykh says he's taken somebody besides the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa Whom he unquestionably follows So the shaykh says so the one Who follows other than the messenger This person is counted as a tawhut. And likewise the one who calls People to follow him And says to the people I will bring you orders Directly from Allah This is the greatest one of the tawhuts. In existence in the world And Allah's refuge is sought Mm -hmm. Then he moves on to the next Category that he mentions He he said "His saying (coughs) Or one who is obeyed I'm sorry, apologies again for this ridiculous echo here That's annoying me, I don't know if it's annoying you But it's certainly annoying me (coughs) his saying Or one who is obeyed The shaykh said Obedience is to be for Allah and for his messenger regarding what he declares to be lawful and what he declares to be forbidden. He the most high said: Ya amanu ati Allah in rasul in kuntum ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ وَأَحْسَنُ Al-Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah 59 With the explanation O oh you who believe, obey Allah and obey the messenger And those in authority from amongst you And if you dispute about anything Then refer it back to Allah and to the messenger If you truly believe in Allah and in the last day that is what is best for you, and what is best in its consequences. Shaykh Fawzan said So, what is halal, what is lawful, is that which Allah has made lawful, and that which is haram, forbidden, is that which Allah has made forbidden. And it is not for anyone to share with Allah in making things lawful or forbidden. And therefore Allah passed a judgment upon those who declare things lawful Or declare things forbidden Or is obeyed That whoever does that he is a mushrik A person of shirk He the perfect and most high said فَكُلُوا مِمَّا ذُكِرَ اسْمُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ إِن كُنْتُم, بِآيَاتِ إِن كُنتُم بِآيَاتِهِ مُؤمنون مُؤْمِنِينَ وَمَا لَكُمْ أن لَا تَأْكُلُوا مِمَّا ذُكِرَ اسْمُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَقَدْ فَصَّلَ لَكُمْ مَا حُرِّمَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِلَّا مَا اضْطُرِرْتُمْ إِلَيْهِ وَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا لَّيُضِلُّونَ بِأَهْوَائِهِم بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِالْمُؤْتَدِينَ وَاتْرُكُوا ظَاهِرَ الْإِثْمِ وَبَاطِنَهُ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْسِبُونَ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْسِبُونَ الْإِثْمَ سوجزاونا بما كانوا يفترون بما كانوا يقترفون نعم بما كانوا يقترفون ولا تاكلوا مما لم يذكر لم يذكر اسم الله عليه وانه نفسق وان الشياطين ليوحون الى اوليائهم وَإِنْ أَطَعْتُمُوهُمْ إِنَّكُمْ لَمُشْرِكُونَ Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayahs 118 to 121 With the explanation So eat from that which Allah's name has been mentioned upon If you truly believe in his signs And why would you not eat from that which Allah's name has been mentioned upon When he has made clear to you Whatever has been made forbidden for you, except for that which you have a dire need of. And there are many who misguide with their desires without knowledge. Indeed, your Lord knows best those who exceed the limits and leave off outward and inward sins, those who earn sin. Shall be recompensed For what they earned And do not eat from that Which Allah's name is not mentioned upon And it is sin And the devils Inspire their followers To dispute with you And if you were to obey them Then you would be Mushrikun You would be people of shirk Shaykh Farzal said in explanation because the people of Jahiliyyah, the people of the times of ignorance, they said, I mean, this is their dispute which they brought, the people of ignorance, the disbelievers, this is the dispute that they brought to the Muslims. He said, they said, al maita, carrion, meat which has just died, it's not been slaughtered, it's died, it's died. They, they said, carrion is lawful because Allah, He is the one who slaughtered it, you know, an animal which just drops dead. Where it's not, not properly slaughtered. And who slaughtered it then? They say Allah is the one who slaughtered that animal. So it has more right to being lawful than that which you people sacrifice and slaughter. So Allah, the Mighty, the Majestic, and Most High, says, and do not eat except what has been slaughtered in the legislated manner. And He made forbidden for you, carry him. Dead meat, meat that's just died. Whereas those people, people of ignorance, they said, No, Maita, carrion, meat that's just an animal that's just died, that has more right to be lawful than that which has been slaughtered. Because slaughtering is you people who have slaughtered it. Whereas an animal that's just died, then Allah is the one who's slaughtered it. Shaykh Fawzan said, and therefore he refuted the people of shirk And said mim lam wa Allah the Most High refuted this argument of theirs With this part of the ayah With the explanation And do not eat From that which Allah's name has not been mentioned upon And it is sin Shaykh Fazan said Meaning it is to exit from obedience to Allah The perfect and The perfect the Mighty and Majestic. And he said after it, وَإِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ لَيُحُونَ إِلَى أَوْلِيَائِهِم. But to the ayah with the explanation, and the devils inspire their allies. Shaykh Bawzan said that they say, al Maytah, animal that's just died, carrion, it was slaughtered by Allah. Whereas the animals that you people slaughter, you have slaughtered them. So how can you hold as lawful that which you people sacrifice, <coughs> but you do not regard as lawful that which Allah has sacrificed? Shaitul said, this is a false and futile argument. Then he, the Most High, said, وَإِنْ nakum la لَمَشْرِكُونَ That if you were to, with the explanation, if you were to obey them, you would be people of shirk. If you declared that that thing, an animal that just dies, drops dead They want you to declare it lawful They say, Allah has slaughtered it, okay you didn't slaughter it, Allah slaughtered it, that's even better, even more lawful then So they want you to declare it lawful to eat that So if we were to declare that lawful, when Allah the Most High has declared it forbidden to eat that meat If we were to declare that lawful Then we would be people of shirk The shaykh said Because this is shirk with regard to obedience because declaring something lawful and declaring something forbidden these are the right of Allah the Majestic and Most High. Then he finished with this paragraph saying so it is not permissible for anyone to declare lawful or to, de- or to declare something forbidden from his own self or to obey someone in declaring something lawful or something forbidden from his own self. And whoever does that, then he is a taghut. And he is obeying the taghuts. Those people who declare things lawful and declare things forbidden besides Allah. This is the meaning of his saying "Al or one who is obeyed. Meaning, obeyed in declaring things lawful and forbidden. Because declaring things lawful and things forbidden is the right of Allah, the Majestic and Most High. And the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was one who conveyed from Allah that which he made lawful and that which he declared forbidden.